You're listening to the Queen of Manifesting Podcast. Welcome to the Queendom. In this podcast, the queen of manifesting herself, Kelly Walker, Kelly Walker, will teach you how to manifest everything you need to live your purpose at a higher level. And now, your queen, queen. Kelly Walker. Hey, it's Kelly Walker, the queen of manifesting. And you guys, I hope you're sitting down for this because... I have in the studio today, dun dun dun, Elisa Camacho. Elisa! Can I give my own my own plots? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Elisa is my business coach. First of all, I'm gonna say that. So she's amazing. She's a genius. She is a uh, a money whisperer. Can I call you that? Yeah, you totally can. Money whisperer. I like that. Um, so I'm super excited to have her on the podcast today. She is, you know, I say I'm the queen of manifesting. Elise is the queen of manifesting before I was. So <laughs> I would call her the original queen of manifesting. So Elisa, welcome to the show and tell us about yourself. Well, tell everybody else about yourself because I already know you because you're awesome. I love it. I feel so happy right now. So you go like up. So I'm like the queen of manifesting. That's so cool. Um, no, I love it. Well, it's a real thing. God's creating your life. It's real. Okay. It is. Um, so, so about me, I guess like the biggest title people give me, I guess if we're going to put titles on it, is like the biggest thing people say is that I'm the owner and founder of Female Entrepreneur Empire. So that's like my baby. It's her female yeah. entrepreneurs, obviously. So there's that. But I also have two really beautiful kids. And they are crazy, but they are amazing. And then <laughs> let's see, I'm trying to think without me. I'm obsessed with business. So even the other day we were having a conversation and people literally think that I'm joking when I say I could talk about business or mindset 24 seven. And every conversation <laughs> I have, there's going to be a mindset shift in it somewhere. And like I told my husband, I was like, do you think people think I'm crazy? And he's like, well, they don't hang out with you 24 seven. If they did, they would definitely think you were crazy. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like my conversations are good. My husband's amazing. And I also do own, uh, technically three different businesses. Uh, FBE is my baby, but I do own two other companies as well. One's coaching and consulting. And then one is a new up and coming app, uh, here in Salt Lake City. So yeah, lots of cool stuff. Yay. You're amazing. You're my role model. And even though I'm way older than you, I want to be like you when I grow up. So there's that. Yes. <laughs> awesome. You can. Okay. So I would like for you to um, tell my listeners some of the most awesomest things you have. Awesomest is that a word? Yeah, it's a word now. Some of the most awesomest oh. things you have manifested. Whoa. Okay. So, so this has to go way back. I have to tell you, I'll kind of tell you guys quick, but this has to go back. So the first thing I ever manifested out of trying to manifest, meaning I didn't understand what manifesting was. Somebody told me about this thing called manifesting. And I said, okay, I'm going to do something about this. And I'm going to create something based on my thoughts. And that's pretty much it. And it was a house. So, so like people don't get that like manifesting is real <laughs> and like I didn't just say I want some shoes or I like want this cute boyfriend like no I was like straight up the first thing I'm intentionally going to create and it was a house and it took me three months to do and we created a down payment and everything it was yeah it was great it was cool um that's one thing um some other things since then I also remember the first time that I was hosting a retreat and I needed three thousand dollars 
And these are just kind of big examples for you guys, but obviously manifesting is a daily thing. Um, but I didn't have $3,000, nor did I have the ability to create $3,000. So I thought, um, and I did literally, we had 24 hours before our retreat. My husband was like, cancel the freaking retreat. People are coming and you have no retreat house. And I was like, no, the money's going to show up. It's fine. Like this is like, hold the line. Uh, and so I did that and literally within 24 hours of the retreat, the money came through. So if you came to our couple's retreat years ago, now, you know, uh, that was created like right before. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, since then, like, you know, tens of thousands of dollars before every event. Um, recently the most exciting thing that I've created is half a million dollars to flow through me and or I've acquired in my businesses in the last year. So that was That's like the coolest awesome. thing for me. Yeah, because that was my goal last year. That was my that was my New Year's resolution: create half a million dollars. That was cool. Wow, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. Man, you're amazing. Thanks, it's fun. I remember your your manifesting your house story with your vision board and and yes. climbing over the bed to. <laughs> oh, I got it. And Guys, we were like, broke. Lisa, you're crazy. Stop looking at that stupid picture. <laughs> but it totally worked. It did. I actually manifested my baby too. So like that was like the same Aww. time. Like we literally met and had been married for four years and I was looking at this vision board on this rickety bed, standing on it in a one, well, we were living in my husband's parents' apartment and we had one bedroom to our name basically. Oh <laughs> so I was kind of there and I remember putting a baby on there. It was the first time I ever thought like maybe I can have a baby because we weren't trying for four years. So I can't say that like, you know, we were actively like Right. Like, hey, when are we ovulating X, Y, Z? But at the same time, we never had created a baby and we just thought it was going to happen. It didn't. And so she was like, my having a baby girl was like one of the first things on my vision board too. And well, five years Cute. later, look at her. Now you've done it twice. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> fuck you. baby girl. That's awesome. Yes. Beautiful kids. <sighs> they are. We, we had a paint night with one of them the other night. I know she was, was so adorable. sick. So she's like, I'm like I know you don't have any energy. It's okay. <laughs> oh, that was adorable. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the things nobody wants to talk about with manifesting. The the things nobody wants to do, which are essential, because there are things that are like, well, duh, if you would just do this, it would work. Yep. And people don't want to put in the effort. They don't want to put in the mental effort or the physical effort. And it's usually mental, don't you think? Yeah, it always is. Most of the time it's, and you can get past the mental and physical easy. Yeah, exactly. So, um, as the probably original queen, oh, I should call you the empress of manifesting. As the like empress of manifesting, um, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the things that you know the things that make all the difference in getting your goals that most people aren't willing to do. Yeah. Can I just dive in? You want me just to go? Yeah, just go. <laughs> okay. So the, the first thing I would say, like I, you guys should see my favorite now. I love giving it to people rough in a good way though. Like I'm a loving person, but so if you know me, the first thing you would know about me is that like my number one value above everything else is honesty and integrity. Like yeah. I say, everywhere that I go, just move with honesty and integrity. So it's funny because the biggest thing I think that entrepreneurs specifically and other people do when they're trying to manifest, um, the biggest thing that they do is they lie to themselves <laughs> and like oh. over and over again. And it's so crazy. And I'm like, 
So like, here's the thing. If I could give you a piece of advice, it would be stop lying to yourself. Like be honest with yourself and don't be offended by that. Like, and it sounds crazy because everybody would say that, but let me give you like some examples. Like if you get up during the day and you go, I should work out. And then you say, just kidding. I'm going to go back to bed. And you thought that you gave it your best that day. You're lying. Like you didn't give it your best that day. And, um, and so I always like my parents, I grew up with great parents. They always raised me to give it my best. Like I could get an F in a class as long as I tried my hardest. And so it gave me this advantage in the world because I know what trying my hardest is. And I know what trying my hardest is not. And I will tell uh-huh. you, most people are not actively honest with themselves about how hard they are actually trying to actually manifest Ooh, things. That is so true. Yeah. What would and you then say they go to these events and they say that I did that. I manifested that. I, got, I, know, I mean, right? I'm going to, my mindset's great. I'm like, no, it's not. What are you talking uh- about? <laughs> Have you seen your life? No, it's not. <laughs> Sorry. I t- oh I'm being God. good. <laughs> okay. If you have to guess. Wait, wait. Can I justify that though? Let's talk yes. about this, you guys. I was broke. I was like broker than broke. Okay. Like I have done everything that I have done bankruptcy before. I have like, I have almost been divorced. Like I had my husband move states because I was so mad. At, I mean, we were moving back to Utah anyway, but I was like, just go two months early. Like when I say be honest with yourself, it's not like I'm just like over here pretending that I have a great life and I didn't have to go through crap. No, I did. But through those pieces, I was willing to say what is my fault and what is not and how can I own up for it? And so, yeah. So yeah, there's that. You want a great life? Be honest. Okay. Yeah. So if you were to guess, I mean, based on all the people you've coached, you've coached a lot of people. What would you guess is the average percentage people actually try and compared to what they say they try? So like if they say, oh, I tried my hardest, what percentage do you think they're actually trying at? I think most people actually believe that they're giving it about 80 to 90% that they're trying. They believe, hey, look, I'm trying my 80, 90%. And they fill in the gap of justifications. I believe that most people are probably trying between like 27 and 35%, depending on the person. Oh, yeah, that's a huge difference. (laughs) Huge difference. Okay. Do you hear that, people? (laughs) You're only trying 20%, 30%. I know. I see it too, because, you know, we're both coaches and we see that a lot. Yes. You gotta, you gotta get hard with yourself and say, really, is that really, is that really my hundred percent? Yeah. And you can love yourself through it. Like you don't have to, you don't get it. Like I hear, I always say you don't get to, but you can do whatever you want, but I don't get to shame myself for not trying hard on those days. Like you can never get that time back. So sitting in it is so horrible. Like, so I'm going to be tough, but at the same time, when I'm tough on myself, I decide to move forward and that's what makes a change. So just piece of advice, love yourself through it. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, that's a really good point. Because I think people do live in a lot of shame. Yeah. And, and about their performance, about their everything. So that's a really good point. Stop lying to yourself, but don't shame yourself for it. Yeah. Just accept it and move on. Yeah, admit it out loud. Stop lying, yeah. but love yourself. Okay, so that's awesome. So that's, we're going to say that's number one. I love it. Okay, what's number two? All right, you want me to go to number two? Yeah. Uh, Okay, so this one's going to be funny. So prioritize your, I'm going to say time, because to me, that's number one. And I think people always ask me, like, Elisa, like, how are you so successful? And I'm like, I just prioritize my time. (laughs) Like, like I don't, I don't study (laughs) things that I don't want to do. Like, I, 
Like, you know, like for me, a lot of, okay, let's go here. A lot of people, their spouses like to do different things to them. And I will do dates with my spouse with things that, like he loves the movies and I don't love the movies, but I will go on dates with him to the movies. So I'm not saying don't ever do things that you don't want, but when I wake up in the morning and I think about everything that I have to get done, I mean, I have a pretty big team. I have like, not only like my husband's on board full time now. So like, it's like, I have all of his stuff, all of Sabrina's stuff, my stuff. And then anybody else who's working with us and then plus our vendors. I mean, there's a lot of people moving, right? So, yeah. so I have a big list and they're all constantly kind of like asking for something. And if I woke up and said, I'm just going to deliver to everybody, everything every day, I would be exhausted and overwhelmed and I wouldn't be able to manifest because I wouldn't be in a state of peace. And I believe that manifestation comes most of the time when you're in peace. Now, there mm -hmm. are times I push through it and you make the money, but it's a lot nicer to manifest in peace. So uh, when I wake up, I do, I prioritize my day. I prioritize my schedule. I say, Hey, look, what's the number one, two, three or four things that I have to get done today to feel accomplished, to, to make sure that my company goes the farthest. Cause sometimes it's about accomplishment and sometimes it really is. It's about, um, like what's the biggest thing I've been avoiding. And I, that's comes back to that honesty piece. When you ask yourself, what am I avoiding? And you put that as priority number one and you bang that thing out first. It makes everything so much easier. It's ridiculous. So, um, prioritize the things that you have to get done and prioritize the hard things first. Mm. And you know what, that, that makes so much sense when you're trying to keep your vibration high. Yeah. If you, if you think all day long about, oh my gosh, I've got to do that thing I don't want to do and I'm going to put it off and I'm going to go do something else. So all day long, you've got the stress of that not being done, pulling down your vibration bit by bit all day long. So just get up and do the hard thing and get it over with. Yeah, like before 10 a.m. Because here's the thing, scientifically, it's proven actually that um, the reason that most of us, so let's say this, you wake up and you say, I'm going to eat healthy today. And you start to eat healthy. By 5 or 6 p.m., your brain is tired of making decisions. And so if it's not a habit by 5 or 6 p.m., you're going to break it. So mm -hmm. if it's not a habit for you, yeah. So if it's not a habit for you to get up and like do the hardest thing as an action, like if you're not a night owl and you're not, and even if you are, you're not normally getting up at 7 p.m. out of the couch and going and saying, hey, I'm going to do the hardest thing that I had to do today. You're like, forget that. I'm not going to, I'll think about it tomorrow, you know? Right. And so before 10 a.m., just get it done before 10 a.m. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so prioritize your time and do the hard thing before 10. Yes. Perfect. All right. What's number three? Number three. This is my favorite of all. Oh, that, that most of the time means it's the one everybody's going to hate. <laughs> so. Well, you guys love it because you guys, if you're listening to this, you care enough to try to manifest and that's, what's important. So number three is hard conversations. Like you, like when you become an expert at hard conversations, like your life just gets so much easier because <laughs> like I could literally have a conversation. I could fire somebody in my company right now and they would literally hug me goodbye and say, thank you. Like, because I've mastered hard conversations and it's not because they were easy. Um, it's because I practiced them. And then I started to be honest with myself. And I'm like, there's been times that somebody has literally come to me and said, Hey, Lisa, I want to get a refund for this thing. And I did not, uh, there's first of all, your policies, no refunds, but I feel like I should still get a refund because I just didn't have time to take the course. Like my life blew up and they're not even blaming me. They're literally just blaming like their life. Like, so it's not even coming at me and I'll sit down and have an actual conversation with them. And then they'll start to blame me. They'll start to say, well, actually the real reason is that I felt like there's not enough information. And I can tell when somebody opens a course or doesn't, 
and they would start to blame it. And I would just go straight into, look, there's two ways this conversation can go. One, you can, we can end up not liking each other and it can literally be like an, a dishonest conversation and we can start to blame each other. Or two, we can be honest about what's really going on, probably your financial situation and your time situation, and I can help you with it. And whenever that happens, like, my husband's mouth drops every time he hears one of those conversations and, <laughs> and people standing in rooms have been like, who are you on the phone with? Like, and I'm like, you guys, it's just, it's honesty. And so when you can be honest about the people to the people in your life, two things are going to happen. One, they're either going to cut themselves out because they don't belong there anyway. And that is okay. Or two, they're literally are going to adjust to your boundaries. So when I have a boundary that you don't get to blame me for your crap, then all of a sudden people stop blaming me. And if they try to, I put the boundary back up and it's nice. And they're like, okay, cool. I respect that. Equally, they know I'm not going to blame them. So it's really safe for them to be my friend because never am I going to go to any of my friends and say, it's your fault. My life blew up. Um, and so, yeah, I would say practice having hard conversations. And the easiest way to do this, you guys, is just to think whenever you have that thing that you're like, I really want to go tell this person something because it's bugging me. Not I want to go yell and swear at them because that's not, go work that out like without them. That's not nice. But, but like, if you're like, you know, my husband, that like, he's doing this thing and it's driving me crazy that he just won't put his shoes away, right? Like, just go have the conversation. That's like practice. Just go say, hey, babe, like, it really is driving me a little bit crazy that your shoes are still on the floor. It makes me feel unloved. And so you start to express it in different ways. Like I've learned to say things like, it makes me feel unloved. It makes me feel like I'm not being heard. And then he's like, oh, she's not blaming me and she's not mad at me. Like hard conversations aren't about blaming and being mad at. They're about being expressed and um, showcasing how you feel and allowing the other person to have their voice too in the problem. And it works. And that's why they're like, I love you. Thank you so much. I never knew that. And they hug me goodbye. And they're like, you're the best. Like I'm excited for my new career elsewhere. That's awesome. Yeah, hard, hard conversations. So have the hard conversations. Yes. And then if you're, um, what happens when you don't have the hard conversations? Mm, well, your life blows up and then you blame that person even more. Like it's weird. Humans are weird and we have this weird thing that we justify ourselves. So we judge everybody else based on their actions and we judge ourselves based on our intentions. So if we have good oh, intentions, yeah. we could do the same action and we're going to be mad at the other person. And so- <laughs> Um, if you don't have the hard conversation, your relationship is going to continue to fester because you're going to be mad at him every time his shoes are in the wrong spot. And then he's going to not make the bed right one day. And that's going to make you blow. And you're going to be like, your shoes are what stress me out. Your shoes and the bed are the reason I can't cook dinner on time. It's the reason the kids aren't listening. And you're going to find every excuse that your subconscious brain will find every excuse possible to blame the person that you love. And you actually just want to have a great relationship with because you weren't willing to talk to them. Communication. <laughs> It's crazy. Oh my gosh. It's Wait, so, hold on. I'm going to. because it's yeah. true. No, it is. I read this quote today. Hold on. It's literally right here. I'm going to pull this up for you guys because it's so worth it. I promise. Maybe. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Look, the greatest. Hold on. Okay. So the greatest impediment, I suck at reading, but the greatest impediment to communication is the illusion that it is actually happening. Oh my well. gosh. That's awesome. So good. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We think we're communicating, but we're not. And that's what holds it all back. That is awesome. I love it. Okay. We're going to yeah, go take yeah. a little break. And so don't go away. We will be back in just a couple of minutes with the amazing Elisa Camacho. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Queen of Manifesting Podcast. Welcome to the Queendom. 
Okay, we are back. Thanks for joining us again. And today we are having a special guest to star on our show. Yeah, I just called you a star. Do you like that? Elisa Camacho. <laughs> she is the star of the show today. And so we have been talking about the five things that make all the difference in manifesting that most people aren't willing to do or don't realize how important they are. I think if they realize how they how important these steps were, they'd be way more willing to do them. Yeah, once you practice it and you and you experience it, you get addicted to it because you know life can be better. Exactly. <laughs> and once like you start work out, right? Once you start wielding the power, you'll be like, oh wow, okay, I need to be doing this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like I control my life. What? It's a crazy thing. But like what? once again, like I, <laughs> even now I still have like these like break. I, I mean everybody does. Like you just you go through life and you think you know everything and then you know and then like next week I'll find something out that's crazy and I'll be like I knew nothing and like holy crazy my yes. life could be so much better than it is right now. Let's yeah. change it. Do you feel like the more you know, the more you realize you have to learn? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Like I know yeah. nothing about the brain. People, yeah, people that think that they already know enough have no idea how little they know because the more you learn, the more you realize there is to learn and then you're just like, holy crap. So yeah, if you ever think you know enough, that's a bad sign. It's a really bad. Actually, if you're ever in any of my courses and you think <laughs> you know it all, you're like the like I don't get triggered by people very easy unless they make the comment like, "Oh, great reminder! I already knew all of this." Unless they're genuine, like there is the people that are like, "Great reminder! I needed to hear this." That's like totally respectable because then you're like, "Cool, yeah. I helped them." But when you're like, "Oh yeah, I already knew," and then they stay till the end of the <laughs> course and they take all six weeks, and you're like, "If you knew, why did you watch all the videos?" <laughs> <laughs> why were you here oh wait you learned something oh and it worked and then they, but they do give the best testimonials because by the end they're like wait I didn't really know and I'm like yeah I know oh <laughs> like I'm glad they admit it but I'm glad oh, they yeah, admit it by the end that's good you know takes one to see one right I guess I've been that person before too but yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> sorry I'll keep going you want me to go yeah so we okay, are on number step four. number four four yes okay <laughs> So step number four is fun too. Some people get offended by this word and it's not a bad word. So it's kind of like the word desire. I believe that life works out in two kinds of things. I would think it works out in um, desire and I think it works in discipline, meaning you have to know what you want and you have to be disciplined enough to get that thing. Um, those are the two things that you really actually have to have to manifest anything. And so the step number four would be learn discipline, like become a habit building machine. And people, it's funny, I was thinking about this the other day. People get offended when you like say the word discipline because they don't want to be disciplined. It's like your brain mm. for some reason doesn't want to, but what you don't understand is that your subconscious runs off of rules. It's very disciplined to its rules. Like your subconscious is not, it's really hard to break the rule, right? Which is why it takes us so long to engrave that new path, right? Yeah. In our brain. And so when you look at it, you're already following rules and you're already really disciplined towards the life that you want. And mm -hmm. I think this is another fun fact. 95% of your thoughts today are the exact same as they were yesterday. So, oh my gosh, what? Yeah, like 95, like all of your thoughts that you're going to have today, only 5% are actually new. And so when people say, oh I don't know, gosh. I can't be good at discipline, right? I'm like, you are disciplined. 95% of what you thought yesterday, you were disciplined. <gasps> oh so my gosh. Like, 
yeah, you just got to change what you're disciplined towards. So like work out, have an accountability partner, like do the thing that you have to do to be disciplined. Like for me, it was 75 hard, which you know all about Kelly. Oh but my gosh. Yeah. For like, it worked for me. Like for that Omar, he worked. like I got to do something else. And so he did something else. And so I think people just have to find the thing that's going to make them not tear themselves down, but equally want to raise the bar in their mm -hmm. area of discipline. Yeah. That's amazing. And if you guys don't know what 70, 75 hard is, it's, it's basically a mental activity, right? That <laughs> it's a mental challenge. All, yeah. All the physical activities, but it's a mental <laughs> challenge to make yourself do it. So you have to work out twice a day for 45 minutes and one has to be outside. You have to drink a gallon of water. You have to take a picture of yourself every day and you have to choose a diet of your choice, but stick to it 100%. So, yeah, like you can't even take one bite off. Yeah, not even one bite of a cheese quesadilla. <laughs> I know. If you went vegan. Poor Omar. <laughs> I know. <laughs> How far was he when he, fell, when he failed? Oh, gosh, I don't remember. It was pretty far, right? Like, yeah, yeah. We've been 46 we both or something. Really far. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. So lot. you have to do a 75 day. Oh, you have to read 10 pages of a book. Every awesome. day. Every day. Personal development. And yep. A personal development book. But if you mess up, you have to start over on day one. Right. <laughs> and so my yeah. husband and I, Alisa talked us in by just by being so excited about it, talked us into doing it by her enthusiasm alone. And so <laughs> We tried it and my husband made it three days and I made it two days before we both messed up and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so hard. Yeah, it's named well, 75 hard. So but Elisa did it. Hardly yeah, anybody I did. we know has done it, right? Only a we only know a couple people that have done it, right? Yeah. yeah, I know more because I'm in a mastermind that has a lot of people that are, well, so here's the thing, the guy that created it, his name's Andy Frisella, and the mastermind that I'm in, the leader yes. of the mastermind is in Andy's mastermind, so he, like, made all, he didn't make all of it, but he told all of his students, go do it, and so, of <sighs> course, like, but I completed it before anybody in my mastermind, that's, that's really Good random, job. but I'm so proud of that, I'm like, yeah. you guys didn't even know, and you were in his mastermind, and I still did it first, like, what? Um, and I failed on day 56. So I did it twice almost before they even started. Oh, yeah. So that's cool. Oh, geez. Yeah, random. Yeah. So far. yeah. Okay. So you are a master of discipline now after doing so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd like to get better, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, for 75 days, you were 100%. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that number four was learn discipline learn to be disciplined yes. um so what's number five miss okay number five is actually the easiest and the hardest one of all so um i have a higher power it's god you know so think about whoever your higher power is but number five is to trust your higher power more than you trust yourself Ooh, good one yeah so like things are going to get tough. And it's funny because you hear people say this, things get really shaky before they work out. Like things seem like they're going wrong and everything starts to fall apart. And if you just hang on through, the mm -hmm. thing will literally show up for you. Like our house, everything was falling apart and then it went through, right? Every, like that event, everything was literally not even <laughs> existing. I was just me. And like, it was falling apart and it fell through last year. I, I mean, I've been in business for FEE for what, 
three years now and I've, yeah. I've lost three business partners. Like mm -hmm. that's something that's really hard to come back from, but it's not bad, right or good or wrong, but it shakes you. Like you're like, Oh my gosh, can I keep going? Should I even try? And then you start to get all these self doubts right before and then boom, all of a sudden you have your next event. And it's like the biggest event you've ever had in your whole life. Or all of a sudden you're making the connections you never thought possible. And so there's all these positive things that happen if you just hang on through. And I think it really, for me, it comes down in trusting God more than I trust myself. I'm like, I know, I think I know, but God knows I can't see it. Just go. He said to go and just trust that feeling of going. How would you advise someone to get better at trusting God? I would say, be honest with yourself. So, Alisa, are you saying it all boils down to stop lying to yourself? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You're not as disciplined as you think you are. Uh, you don't prioritize your stuff right. You don't have a hard conversation. And you don't trust God the way you should. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. I mean, yes, it's true, Kelly. Kelly's going to beat me up and she's never going to let me come on this show again. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, no, but really like if you, in those moments when you're moving, let me give you something practical. So when you're moving in those moments and you start to have that doubt, think back to like two days ago when you said it was possible, like think back to six months ago when you started to plan that retreat or you started to plan that family vacation or whatever it was that you wanted to create and that manifest, right? Like think mm -hmm. back to the moment that you decided it was possible because it was easier for you to feel, you know, your higher power then. And all of a sudden it's kind of like, it's like this weird test that happens. It's like, okay, God's going to kind of not disappear, but he's going to watch you from afar and you get to decide if you're going to trust it or not, but he's on the other end. So just like keep going. And so for me, whenever I feel things start to get shaky, I always try to go back to that moment. And I ask myself, why did I do this? What was happening? And I actually will tell myself, what if everything worked out perfectly? Like, what if I couldn't mess it up? What if it was all going to work out amazing and perfect and I didn't have to stress about it at all? And normally when I ask that question, I feel better and I'm like, okay, I don't have fear. I can move. And just like, just that one question literally puts me in a whole different state of trusting. Wow. So yeah. say that it? again. What if I couldn't fail? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's different every time I say it, but I say it out loud and I walk around my house and my kids are picking it up, but I don't know. Like, what if I couldn't fail? So example, we have an event this weekend. Like what if we had 150 people show up to our event, no matter what, like what if, and that's actually higher than I was normally saying. But now all of a sudden I'm like, oh, there's 50 people. Like, what if they, and like, what if my team could handle it no matter what? Like, what if my team couldn't mess it up? Like, what if all the blowups and anything that happened, we were so on point that it couldn't go wrong? Like, what if all these lives were changed and there was no way we could literally mess it up? Oh, that's powerful. Like, yeah, and you're like, okay, go register whoever you want. Like, you're not stressed about it at all. My team got this. High five, team. Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> I'm really excited to see how many people show up now. Oh yeah, we have a good, we have a good chunk registered. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. I'm excited because I'm speaking at it. <laughs> I know, I'm so excited. It's gonna be awesome. Everybody always loves you, so it's gonna be great for Yay! me that you're speaking. <laughs> I love speaking there. Yes. Okay, so let's recap the steps. So yes. stop lying to yourself times five. That can really be all the steps, right? So stop lying to yourself and then stop lying to yourself about your time. <laughs> do the hard thing before 10 in the morning. Um, oh, hard, do the hard conversations. You know what? I think when you are, when you're scared to say what you need to say, that's a form of lying too. Yeah. You know, when you go along with something because you're scared to, 
to say what you really say. That is basically lying. So I'm going to just try to relate all of these to stop lying to yourself because I really like that. Okay, number four, <laughs> learn discipline. Yeah, that's totally lying to yourself because when you break a promise to yourself, that's lying. And so many people break promises to themselves every day. Well, and then your brain builds the habit of, of breaking your promise. Like somebody told me this once, they were like, every time you don't hold the commitment, you're literally, you're building the narrow pathway in your brain that says I'm not committed. And so you're building something that you don't want to just by not doing that. Like every time you put something in your mouth, you said you weren't going to, you're building that pathway to put it in your mouth stronger. And so just be aware. Oh my gosh. That's such a good way to look at it. It's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. Luckily you can build new neural pathways without a whole lot of trouble. Yes. Okay, and number five, trust your higher power more than yourself. And I'm sure we could relate that to stop lying to. <laughs> yeah, stop lying to yourself. Your higher power knows more than you, <laughs> no matter what oh, you yeah. try to say. Stop I lying to yourself no. that you know everything, <laughs> right? I love it. Okay, those are really oh, good awesome. steps. And you're right, those are, those are the things that people really need to do, but aren't willing to do the mental work behind because yeah. mental work is harder than physical work. Don't you think? Oh, I cannot tell you guys the last month I have been really pushing it. Like we were like, cool, we did this. You know, when you do something like half a million dollars in one year, you, yeah. and you don't know how you did it. Like you look back and you're like, I don't know how this happened. Wait, let's recalculate. And you look at that and you do it over and over again. And you say, wait, but like, how are we going to create that this year? And we start to go, okay, what are we going to do? We start to be like, okay, we've always increased. So we have to increase. Like, uh -huh. and so I've been doing mental work for the last like 30 days, a little bit more than 30 days, but like I literally get up and I go outside, I do the physical stuff, like I work out, but I don't work out for fun. I work out because I listen to a meditation while I do it. And then I get home and I'm like, what do I need to do? Like what breakthrough do I need to have to have the most amazing day? So it's not the same mental work every day, but every day, I kid you not, I spend probably two hours, which if you were listening to me a year ago, I would have been like the girl preaching, you have to do your business work, personal developments, whatever. Cause I rushed through it. Like I freaking pushed through all this crazy stuff. And that's how I was manifesting. But then I realized it didn't have to be so hard if you just do the work. Now the mental work, it takes time. But yeah. after you break through, you're like, oh my gosh, a thousand dollars just came in. Oh my gosh, $10,000 just came in. And you start to like wonder, like, you're like, well, everything that I spend in my bank account is replaced. Like, I don't know the last 30 days, literally every penny that I spend is replaced within 24 hours. Like it's weird and it's cool, but wow. we have big events we're paying for. So that's like a lot of money. And we're like, what's yeah. happening? And it's like, oh, we spent something. And it's like the manifesting is just so high, but it's because I'm spending like two hours a day at different times though. Right. Doing the work. Two hours total. Yeah. That's awesome. What, and when you say doing the work, what does that mm -hmm. mean for you? So one, I love meditating. I never thought I would love meditating. I find people, I do, I like guided meditations, like um, visual guided meditations. They make me feel better. Also, I like going outside and going on a walk and like listening to like a book or like, I like to learn. If I learn something, here's the cool yeah. thing. If you guys just learn, for 10 to 20 minutes a day, you pick whatever you're going to learn and you go learn that thing. Whether you watch a YouTube video, a podcast, whatever it is, you learn, you feel so much smarter. Like you move throughout your day. Like I trust my decisions more than if you didn't learn. So that's a big one. I have to learn something every morning or I don't feel as like sharp during the day. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Like, I mean, I process, I'm a verbal processor. So I sit, I still my husband and say, okay, sit here. I'm really angry about this one thing. Not that he did, but like I, anything in the world that's triggering me and yeah. we work through why is it triggering me and why is it showing up and what do I need to learn so that I can move past it? Oh my gosh. That's so good. Yeah. Why so is that's it what we do every day. And what do I need to learn from it? That's yeah, it's not going to go away until you learn your lesson. I, I love it. The hard way. Love it. What's your favorite book to listen to right now? Ooh. Um, okay. So Relentless. Okay. So Relentless is my first favorite book. It'll probably be my favorite book for a long time, but by Tim Grover and then Tim McGraw, like anybody that wants to like work on their physical or mental state, Tim McGraw just came out with a book and I don't remember what it's called, but literally I never thought I would appreciate his book. Like I'm the kind of person who doesn't really read in the shower unless I have to, cause I'm taking a cold shower cause that's 75 hard. But, but like, I will literally, like, when I read his books, like, I will, his one book, I will literally read it through everything I do. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't get enough. I'm taking a shower. Read the book. And it's like, it would be faster if you just take the shower and then read the book. But I just, I can't put it down. It's so good. Oh my and so, gosh. Um, I'm, yeah, like, I'm almost done, but it will change your perspective on every, like, life. So, what's good. it about? What's it about? Again. So, it's actually about his physical journey. Physical. So, can you hear me okay? Yeah. I can. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's his physical journey, but he goes through the mental breakthroughs that he had. Because when you're a big singer, when you're young, all of a sudden, you know, there's a lot of expectation to maintain that kind of status and, and all these things. And then obviously going into like the acting industry and like all the things that he's just done. And mm -hmm. he talks about like maintaining his physical through it. Like one thing I love that he always talks about is that he doesn't wait until the days that he has to be on point to like work out. And equally, he doesn't take those days off because they're the most important. So when oh. him and his team go on tour, they work out three times a day together. Like they still, like, even though they're on tour and he's going to be on stage for hours. And most people would say, I can't work out. I got to save my energy. And he's like, no, I've trained my body. And if I work out, I have more energy and I just perform better. And so he talks oh. about a lot of mental breakthroughs yeah. to be able to get your physical stuff. You would love it. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, he's good. So Relentless and that, I'll look at it, I'll put a link in the show notes for the books that you like. Yeah, so good. Like, I never, like, I mean, I like Tim McGraw, but I like, it's called Tim McGraw, it's Grit, G-R-I-T, and Grace. Grit and Grace. Oh, Grit and Grace. Okay, cool. All right, I'll put links for those in the show notes. That sounds awesome. Yes. Okay, so before we go, I would like to... Um, I'd like you to tell the story <laughs> that you told me the other day about how you literally measured and raised your vibration, like from, <laughs> from one number to the next number. And I, I was so fascinated by that. And then I did it myself that same day. I worked on it too. And I, and I was like, whoa, this really is cool. And it really works. So since you're the one that told me, will you tell my listeners about it? Yes. So hear it from me. <laughs> yes, of course. So if you know what muscle testing is, I'm not going to get that crazy into it because we could be here for a long time. But, um, but if you know what muscle testing is awesome, that you'll, this will make sense. If not, just go look up like muscle testing. Um, yeah. basically it's where you ask your body a question and you get a yes or no answer. So basically what happened was I, I've been saying this declaration, I generate a hundred thousand dollars every single day. 
And I've been saying this declaration since December 1st, I want to say is the first day that I said it. Um, and actually, no, it was November 1st. Yeah, November 1st last year, I said, I generate $100,000 every single day. And I've just been repeating it in my head. And there is times that I literally would just hear it come in my head without me repeating it. So I know the neural pathway is being built right now. Yeah. But some days I would be like, well, it's just not coming through. Like I, and I know I've studied energy. I understand how manifesting works. You will receive the thing when you are, when you match the vibrations of that thing long yeah. enough, it's not just about matching it. You can match it every day, but it's when you match it long enough, then mm -hmm. that thing will come to you. So if you want to create an extra $10,000, you have to vibrate at the level that that thing that you want is $10,000 and you'll create it. So one day it was funny. I was driving I love driving. And I was driving to Salt Lake City for a business meeting. And I was like, you know, I just feel like I'm not in that, like, first of all, I did get up and work out. So I got up and I worked out in the morning and I did like my, I took my cold shower. I did my declarations. I did my vision board. And so I did the things that I do on a daily basis anyway. And so I did those things and I get in my car and I was like, you know, I just wish I could create a hundred thousand dollars and I'm all about the energy. So I was like, I wonder where my vibrations are at. Like, can I ask myself, yeah, can I ask myself where I'm vibrating? And the answer was yes. So I was like, cool, I'm gonna muscle test this. So I did, I muscle tested. I said, okay, if creating $100,000 every single day was at vibration level 100. So if meaning if I hit 100, like um, vibration of 100, that would mean that I was at the same vibration as creating $100,000 every day. So I started muscle testing myself and I just said, hey, where am I at right now? And the answer was like 27. It was like super low. Um, I have it written down somewhere. I, I recorded the whole thing, but it was about 27. And I was like shocked because I already did my vision board. I already did my working out. I already did all these things. And I was like, of course, it's going to take me a long time to manifest if that doesn't work. Like right? those are the things that I've used to manifest. Right. And so, yeah. So I was so like bummed. But then I was like, you know what? Like, what if I just believed that I could make it and that I could create a hundred thousand dollars? So I didn't actually do anything but shift my belief. And I muscle tested again. And the answer came out to about 85. I want to say it was like 87 or something. Yeah. And it shocked me because I was like, even just that one thought, just that one belief literally took me from a 27 to we'll call it 87. Um, 85. We'll call it 85. So literally I did that. And I was like, okay, that was just me changing my thought. What if I did my declarations? So then I did my declarations, like super loud, yelling in the middle of the car. It was crazy. I was going like up the canyon. It was really cool. But I like, will never forget it. And then I was like muscle testing myself as I'm like driving. And I was like, okay, after I do my declarations, now what am I at? And I raised it and it went up about 5%. And so I was like, okay, we're moving the bar. We're in the nineties now. And so I kind of proceeded to do the same thing. Like I basically listened to a song. I was like, let me listen to a song that I guess is like, it seems like a negative song because it's a breakup song. And I was curious, like, I was really like, do the, does this song lower my vibrations or does it higher it? Because I know studying, I study music and I know that, you know, negative things can be negative in your right. life. Right. So, right. so I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I studied it and actually it put me in a better mood. And I, but I relate the song to in a different way than most people, but, but I, it did, it put me in a better mood. And I was like three points away from a hundred. And I was like, oh holy crazy. Yeah. Like I've never been that high on energy so cool. before. Right. Right. And so. I was like, okay, how do I hit this three? And I have one song. If you come to our events, you'll hear it. But, but I have one song that's like my warrior song. It's like, this is why I was born for. Like, I'm made for this. Like, let's do it. And I just knew. I like instantly just knew. If I play this song, it's three minutes of my life. And I literally will vibrate at 100%. So I did. And I muscle tested. And I was above 100. It was like muscle testing. Anybody who muscle tested, it was solid. Like, you could not break it. And wow. so, yeah. So I tested myself a few times that day. And every time I was below 100, I would just raise the bar. Oh my gosh, I love yeah. it so much. <laughs>
it's so if good. you don't know how to muscle test, look it up. The sway test is the easiest I think anybody can do, but there's advanced yes. techniques you can do with your fingers and stuff. But I love that story, and it's like really inspired me to keep my vibration higher and find ways to give it a boost when I need it. So that's awesome. <laughs> You're amazing. I love it. I'm so glad you came onto my podcast today. You're awesome. Me too. So um, I would, I always offer guests a chance to give a free gift to my listeners because my listeners love free gifts from awesome people. So do you have a free gift you'd like to offer? Yes, I'll totally. So funny, Kelly, I didn't know that I was going to do this until me and Kelly talked right before this podcast. And I have to tell you, this has been the fun. I've been on a lot of podcasts. This has been the funnest one I've ever been on. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, yes. And so typically when you do like a giveaway or like a gift, you kind of just give away like a, like a small kind of course or like a small PDF or, or something that's yeah. like a small video series. But when Kelly asked that, I was like, well, can I just give away like my, my course that's like my big personal development course? <laughs> like, is that allowed? Like, like, you, yes! <laughs> yeah, like if you made it to the end of this, you deserve this course. So, Absolutely. So, pretty much. so this is, it's called Love You. And it's all about like, like learning to find yourself and become who you really are. But I will tell you, it's like the ultimate personal development course. Like we go through your vision, we go through your passion, we go through your purpose, we go through your your planning and your why, like we cover pretty much everything. It's six modules long. It normally costs like my audience, it costs them $197 to take. Um, and so you can go on my website and buy it for $197 if you want to, but I'm going to give it to you because you manifested it today, all of you listening. Um, yeah, so I'm going to give it to you guys completely free. So all I need you to do is text this number. So I'm going to give you a number and you're going to text this number and just say, just type love you course. Like if you just say love you course, I'll know what it is. And, and send me your email address and we'll literally just create your account for you. Log you. I mean, not log you in, but we'll give you access to it and then you can take it, which I have to tell you, anybody who's like, is this a beneficial course for me or not? And you're weighing it in your head. What's the value? What's the benefit for me to do six modules of a course? I will tell you when I was, we, so we first started our first company in 2015. At first we stopped at making money, but get, like fast forward five months, we did better than most entrepreneurs and we were making thousands of dollars every single month and our bills were paid. I got super depressed, which has never happened in my life. If you know me, you know that I'm an optimistic person. I don't get depressed. Yeah. So I got really depressed for three weeks. And in those three weeks, I just worked on me. I just worked on what did I want to create? What, did I, what was my purpose? And these are the tools. Actually, week one and week two are literally the tools that got me out of depression. In that three-week period, I thought about, I had created and kind of manifested the thought of female entrepreneur empire, which is my number one baby now. And obviously now it's multiple six-figure company. You know what I mean? And so per year, not just like total, but like per year. And so when you look at it that way, like this is literally the things that I did to go from like depression to like making multiple six figures in the personal development side of things. So I hope you take it. I hope you like it. Message me. This is the number. So pen and paper or notes on your phone. So the number is 385-528-7433. So I'll say it again, 385-528-7432. And go. I'll put that in the show notes so people can go copy it too if they need to. Cool. That is awesome. Okay, that, I mean, if you think about it, like that's the course that, those are the things that changed your life and turned you into a millionaire. So um, yeah, thank you, that's amazing. That's going to be so valuable to people, and I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, I you guys I are going to love it. I'll go download it because, holy crap, that's amazing. 
and I like worksheets, so it's pretty easy. There's a lot of worksheets. I mean, okay. yeah, it's good. It's, it's easy to follow. Excellent. All right. Well, thank cool. you for sharing your wisdom with us and your tips and your hard truth. Applying <laughs> to yourself. <laughs> I love that. It's so true. It's at the core of everything. So you're amazing. Thanks for being on. And um, I'll put all your show notes, all your info in the show notes so people can find you. <laughs> Do you have any last words? Um, no, just if you're listening to this one, you're freaking rock star and you can manifest whatever you want to. So go do that. And to Kelly, you are freaking amazing. <laughs> I love your face. I love your face. So, so thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, that is it for today. You guys check out the show notes for Elisa's phone number for that course. And, um, I will talk to you guys next week. See you later. Bye. <laughs>